Hello there, my name is Sister Catherine Herms and welcome to this conversation on how to make forgiveness a part of your life. Part of a series I'm calling Forgiveness Only God Can Do It. Forgiveness isn't easy and yet it is one of the clearest marks of our becoming like Christ. When we make forgiveness a part of our life, our heart begins to beat with the heart of Christ, with that same love that's in his heart and the same attitudes that are in his heart, the same desires that are in Christ's heart. And our thoughts become purified. We begin to live in serenity and peace because we've taken on the mind of Christ. So let's begin. I'm going to begin with a story. Early in the morning on October 2nd, 2006 in Dakola, Georgia, 20-year-old Matt Swassel was driving home from a 24-hour shift as a firefighter, an emergency responder, and he had had only 30 minutes of sleep. He was less than four miles from his home when he fell asleep at the wheel, and he unfortunately collided with another car. And he killed 30-year-old June, who was driving that car, and injured her 19-month-old daughter, Faith. When Matt was in the hospital, he learned that June had been pregnant and that both she and the baby did not make it. June's husband, Eric Fitzgerald, was heartbroken, as you can imagine. He was a full-time pastor, and close family and friends stood with him as he, as he grieved his wife's unexpected and terrible death and the death of his unborn child. One day, though, one of his students said that she couldn't help but think of how the driver of the car must be feeling. Eric immediately asked the group to pray for the driver of the car. And with this simple prayer, this beautiful journey of forgiveness began, um, a journey that really has inspired hundreds of thousands of people. Their story was recounted in Today and People, among other outlets. So in the face of this tragedy, June's husband, Eric, recalled a message that he had heard in a sermon. In moments where tragedy happens, or even hurt, there is the opportunity to demonstrate grace or to exact vengeance. The opportunity to demonstrate grace or to exact vengeance. And he said, here was an opportunity where I could do that, and I chose to demonstrate grace. So to start, Eric attended mass sentencing and extended his forgiveness in public. As a county officer, Matt was facing a felony and harsh time, but Fitzgerald uh, pleaded for a lesser sentence. He said later, I didn't see why this accident and this tragedy needed to ruin any more lives. So Matt ended up paying a fine and he did community service. Although Matt wanted to thank Eric for all he had done, he couldn't legally speak with him during the two-year criminal investigation. So the day before the two-year anniversary of the accident, however, Matt went to the grocery store to purchase a card to send to Eric. And when he returned to his car in the parking lot, he was just about to turn on the engine when he actually saw Eric walking into the same store he had come out of. Not sure what to expect, Matt approached Eric 
and introduced himself. Matt burst into tears, and Eric told him again, I forgive you. Matt recalls that was the biggest relief I had ever felt. He just said from the start that he forgives me. Just hearing him say those words, it just impacted my life completely. Then Eric told him, I have a desire to want to be in your life. The men stayed connected by meeting at least once every two weeks. They attended church together and they ate meals at the Waffle House and other restaurants, just the two of them. Eric said, we recognized that when we first started meeting, it was really unusual. We knew it had to be God. You forgive as you've been forgiven. For me, it wasn't an option. If you've been forgiven, then you need to extend that forgiveness. Part of the draw I felt to befriend Matthew was that he was a good guy. He wasn't a convict or he wasn't on drugs. He was just a guy who got off a shift. And I felt it was my responsibility to encourage him and to see the big picture. So Eric was there for Matt when he married and at the birth of Matt's first child, who actually shares a birthday with Eric's own daughter. Matt's anxiety and guilt were still so overwhelming that he feared something would happen to his wife and child. After many meetings with Eric and a counselor, Matt was able to move past the hurt. And he said, I can honestly say that without this friendship, I don't know where I'd be. I can't say this is a beautiful story and it's got a great ending because it doesn't. Um, he told today in an interview, it's nasty. It's real, and it's something that I'm going to struggle with for the rest of my life. Forgiveness can be really, really difficult, particularly when our inner resources are depleted. It's difficult for anyone to rise above the pain of being hurt by another or the guilt we feel when we have hurt someone else. We feel we were justified or perhaps we can't admit that we were responsible and that hanging on to being in the right is somehow hanging on to the last shred of our sense of self. Unforgiveness creates a tremendous weight of bitterness and, and rejection and broken relationships. I know when I'm hurt, I have trouble being near the person until I have worked through my own anger and, and released them from my demands that they be different from who they are at this time. Forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting or even pardoning an offense. It means really changing our own response to the offense. Some ways to practice that are what I call everyday forgiveness. Uh, forgive yourself. Um, forgive the stupid stuff that happens every day. Forgive the people and the institutions that have hurt us. Forgive the unmerited suffering that seems so unfair, like an illness or a failure. Instead of bitterness, choose to offer compassion and empathy to the person or institution or event that wronged you. People who forgive tend to be more satisfied with their lives and they have less depression, anxiety, stress, anger, and hostility. People who hang on to grudges, however, are more likely to experience severe depression and post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as other health conditions. 
That doesn't mean that they can't train themselves to act in healthier ways. So here is a little method of forgiveness that you might try. Step one, reflect and remember the event that has wronged you. How did you react? How did you feel at the time? How has your anger and hurt affected you since? Second, empathize with the other person. Try to understand what could have led the other person to do what they did to hurt you. You may begin to realize that the one they are truly hurting is themselves. How much they must be suffering from their own negative behavior. Third, forgive deeply. We're not talking here about behavior that is abusive and destructive. Um, that takes often a much deeper level of, of inner work to forgive. Ultimately, no one is perfect. In this exercise, we're addressing how annoying and hurtful and broken people hurt us all the time. The choice to forgive is ultimately the choice to love. It's the choice to release the other from the obligation to pay you back because of what they have done. And it's a choice for your own happiness when you let your own grievances go. Next step, let go of expectations. An apology may not change your relationship with the other person or elicit an apology from him or her. Forgiveness needs to be offered with no strings attached. It is a gift of compassion offered simply because it's the right thing to do. Because God has invited us to live in forgiveness and because it makes us happy. You know, if you don't expect apologies or a changed behavior when you forgive, you won't be disappointed. Next, decide to forgive. Once you make that choice, seal it with an action. If you don't feel you can talk to the person who wronged you, write about your forgiveness in a journal or even talk about it to someone else in your life that you trust. And finally, forgive God and forgive yourself. The act of forgiving includes forgiving God if you were angry with him for what happened and, and how your life has turned out because of the offense. We often need to forgive ourselves also for any way in which the wrong we have received has affected us or our other relationships. God bless you.